Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, Manhattan Beach Chamber 360. On November 6, 2020, live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, and it's a beautiful place to do just that. The South Bay Show is brought to you by the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce. The Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce has been serving the city of Manhattan Beach for over 60 years, and they are dedicated to promoting a strong local economy by supporting the community, providing valuable business connections, and representing business with government. The Chamber staff is focused on providing its membership with the tools and resources to help businesses grow and thrive within the community. Their goal is to continually support the individual efforts of business as they work to support the growth of the local economy. For more information on how the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce is working with member businesses and the city of Manhattan Beach to support that growth, visit the website at manhattanbeachchamber.com or call 310-545-5313. I'm your host. Joe Terry, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose. This is what we talk about here on The South Bay Show. Joining us as co-host, the president and CEO of the Manhattan Beach Chamber, Kelly Stroman. And of course, with us because of our great partnership with South Bay by Jackie.com and executive producer of the South Bay Show, Jackie Valestra. Hey, Jackie, Kelly, how are you? I am well this morning, Joe, Kelly. Morning. (laughs) Good morning, Jackie. Good morning and happy Friday, everyone. Is it happy Friday? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. (laughs) And what, what do we have to do, Jackie? We got some weekending to do. (laughs) (laughs) there we go um what a crazy week just fitting with the crazy Mm. year just it Mm. keeps on being crazy Mm. yes but i'm happy we're here yes Yes. we have survived the world has not ended and we are still Mm. in limbo um, I don't know mm-hmm. if you saw my newsletter, but I put a little limbo fun in my newsletter this week. And I saw when, that. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know, did you do the limbo, Jackie? I, I, I was working on it from my chair. I, 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 yeah, I've been, glued to, I've been glued to my desk you know, the last couple of weeks, so I don't get out of my seat often. So, but I, I, was, I worked it a little bit. I, you know, I've heard the word limbo so many times the entire year, but particularly in the last week or so. And uh, when, you know, I was doing my little blurb for the newsletter, I'm like, okay, let's talk about limbo. And I was pulling up, you know, the old traditional limbo song that I think we're all familiar with is done by Chubby Checker and uh, Mm. the old, old, old school version of that. But when I did that, um, I found the other ones that, uh, like the David Hasselhoff one. I'm like, oh, I've got to put that in my newsletter. <laughs> that is just so dang funny. Uh, and David Hasselhoff has like his white polyester jumpsuit on, doing. You know, I I was like, this is classic. I got more phone calls yesterday. People are like, oh my gosh, Kelly, you just gave me the best laugh of you know of 2020. So, um, anywho, you know, we have to find light and uh, a little humor in all the craziness. So um, I hope um, everybody has enjoyed that. And if you haven't opened the newsletter, just read the first paragraph and click on that one link. You don't have to read the rest of it. <laughs> just read that one and have a <laughs> Turn off the volume and have some fun. No, I, um, no, that's how I keep up with your stuff. I get your newsletters. I go through them item by item to see what I need to pick up, you know, to put on my website and stuff. So I find them very helpful. And the limbo, you're right, it, it, it provided a much-needed uh, giggle fest. You know, uh, that, that was good. But, you know, I, yeah. you know, I just wanted to say something, Kelly, speaking of, because I got another email from you this morning. You know, what Joe, those four words, persistence, passion, principle, and purpose principle. of this mm-hmm. show. Every, yes, it, it, everybody is is doing their best to hold to that. And the note mm-hmm. I got from you this morning about the Best of Manhattan Awards nominations, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. It, you know, 
again, persistent, passionate. You know, you know what I mean? It, you yeah. have to be. Now, now, now is the time that we need those things the most. And, you know, I think we're doing a pretty good job of it so far. I, I mean, as a whole, as a, a, the community as a whole. You know, you know uh, thank thank you for saying that, and I agree. And you know, we normally the best Manhattan actual awards ceremony would be in October, just a few weeks ago. And you know, we started talking about this back in July. Like, what are we going to be able to do? What are we going to do? And of course, we held out as long as we could. And um, you know, that that forecast became pretty clear that there's no large gatherings. Um, even later into the fall. And we went through a lot of conversations, you know, do we or don't we? Do we go forward with the awards? Do we not? You know, how do we do them? You know, uh, can we all, you know, stomach one more Zoom awards show or fundraiser? No, you know, I mean, we went through all those conversations. And and how and what and of, of course budget and everything and yeah the you know the prevailing um, thoughts were always like everybody needs some happiness everybody needs some recognition everybody needs something fun to look forward to you know and um, we decided to go ahead with the best Manhattan Awards it, it, yes there's a virtual edition but we're getting um, creative as everybody has this year and how we're doing that. So um, yes, correct. The, the, there is one round of nominations and voting, same thing. Instead of two rounds, there's one round and we're in that one and only round right now. And um, that ends this Sunday night at 1130 PM. So you nominate uh, in six categories that are open for a public vote and Mm -hmm. uh, you're nominating kind of in voting in the same vein, because um, we are, we, on Monday, we will close it off. We will um, capture the top three nominees theoretically in each category. Uh, We will announce those uh, top three within a week. And then within those top three, whoever received the most nominations slash vote will be the winner. Mm -hmm. That will not be announced until December. So we're not going to open it back up for like a finalist vote, which is what typically has been done in years past. The one other part of our conversation for months has been, you know, everybody's tired, everybody's exasperated, and we, you know, not everybody's going to be able to give their attention to this, so which is why we, we're just doing the one round. So it's, you know, giddy up and go, nominate with strength and uh, certainty, and, um, you know, and, and just know that's it. So you got to participate now. Uh, there's only six categories open for um, vote um, to the public, and um, that is uh, women-owned business, uh, small and mighty, healthy living, and healthy living can incorporate, you know, anything health-related, um, from fitness to you know, uh, mental to anything. There's so many great stories during the pandemic of um, health-related, you know, things. Um, DyneMB is still called DyneMB, but obviously the focus is on the best outdoor dining experience um, because the majority Mm. of the year has all been outdoor. And then um, we've added a new category this year called the Positive Pandemic Pivot. And this recognizes a business or a nonprofit um, in Manhattan Beach that quickly shifted or recreated their operations in response to the challenges created by the pandemic. So this can be everything from our friend uh, Hogan up on the North End who went from, you know, making bars of surf wax to bars of soap when, you know, the beach, the ocean, everything was closed, you know, um, to uh, outdoor dining, something, to, um, you know, whatever it is, we want to hear those stories and we don't profess to know all of them. So that's why, you know, it's an open Mm -hmm. nomination. And then the last category is, of course, the traditional best of Manhattan, which is the overall you know, who's that, um, that business that just knocks it out of, par- out of the park on a broad spectrum and truly, ha- you know, has made a big difference. So those are the public categories. Um, we already have over 1,000 um, nominations and votes. It's doing very well, and, but we um, encourage people to continue to nominate. Um, the three other awards that we'll be handing out um, is Chamber Member of the Year, and the Bob Maestro Local Legend Award, which is um, truly a, a huge honor of a 
you know, somebody just this extraordinary individual who makes a difference for everybody in the community. Um, and so the Chamber Member of the Year and Bob Maestro are voted on um, by the Board of Directors. Chamber Member of the Year, obviously you have to be a Chamber Member. Bob Maestro, you do not. Bob Maestro over the years has been everything from, um, an, you know, uh, a resident. Um, Don Kanabi got the award one year. Jan Dennis got the award. Um, the Peets got the award when they did the Special Olympics here in town. Last year was Yanni Curry, our friend uh, from Next Step. So um, we really want to know, you know, who's made a difference, and particularly this year, um, you know, who is that person? that has really stepped up um, or that, you know, they're they're out there. Those stories are amazing. And then the last kind of award recognition we'll be doing is the first responders. Um, We're we're giving them um, an award to the both departments. We're not singling out one individual in the fire department or the police department, but we're recognizing um, their ongoing service on the front lines uh, you know, the firefighters, you know, the paramedics, they go into homes, you know, where there's COVID patients, you know, and they're taking them out of their homes. They're, you know, the police department obviously has been under, you know, an enormous amount of um, stress and scrutiny and everything else across the country, all police officers. So mm-hmm. we're going to be recognizing mm-hmm. them in a very special way. So we're very excited about all of that. We will be airing it on December 13th. Um, uh, I will have those details probably a little bit more nailed down in the next week or so, but we're December 13th would have been the holiday fireworks night. Um, Holiday fireworks are not happening as we know. So uh, just hint, hint, there'll be a little bit of something, something, something included in the hour long um, show that will, um, have some fireworks, some, some, something really cool with the fireworks in it. So it's going to be the recognition of the awards, recognition of the first responders, a lot of holiday love, and we're going to end with a bang. And that is my <laughs> of the day. Um, <laughs> so there you have it. Anyways, um, so vote. Get it out there. Um, ManhattanBeachChamber.com forward slash B-O-M as in best of Manhattan. Um, everybody is welcome the to bomb. not have to live in Manhattan. Yeah, the bomb. There you go. The bang, the bomb. bomb. So, um, <laughs> yeah, but there's a um, couple other things happening that I should definitely mention before we get into our guests. Um, uh, El Camino uh, College is having their state of the college next Friday. Always very, very interesting. El Camino College is a massive part of the educational community and all, just all around in the South Bay. And that is next Friday, November 13th from 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m., of course, via Zoom. Uh, the keynote speaker will be uh, Dina Maloney, um, the superintendent president of the school. And then guest speakers will be um, Bill Allen, uh, Lieutenant General Michael A. Hamill, David Law, um, and some other updates from the college. So um, if you haven't registered, you can go on to um, elcamino.edu and find the information there. Or, of course, you can always call the Chamber of Commerce. Um, We can always help you out. But um, there are a couple really big things happening in Manhattan Beach next week. Um, next Wednesday and next weekend um, that our guests, I'm not going to steal their thunder. I'm going to let them tell us Mm. what is happening next Wednesday. But next Wednesday is um, Veterans Day, we should say, too. Honor, you know, we should always give a nod to all veterans. Um, But there's something else really big happening in downtown Manhattan Beach on Wednesday and then next weekend. So uh, without further ado, um, you know, we'll let our guests Tell us what that is. Okay. Yeah. So let's get let's get to it, right. Joe. Let's get to it, Jackie. Who are our guests today? Okay. Our guests this morning are David Brennan from the Manhattan Beach Education Foundation and Jill Lemkin, Executive Director for the Downtown Manhattan Beach Business and Professional Association. Now, David is the Director of Development and Partnerships at MBEF. He is responsible for establishing and maintaining partnerships between MBEF and the local community, including parents, PTAs, and businesses throughout the South Bay and beyond. 
focused on implementing solicitation strategies for new and increased donations. David connects prospective partners with the programs and leadership of Manhattan Beach Education Foundation. He also coordinates events to share MBEF's mission, including donor appreciation events and the prestigious Manhattan Wine Auction. David brings over two decades of experience working in the nonprofit sector, including the charitable arms of the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Los Angeles Clippers. Throughout his career, David's primary goal has been to make a difference in local communities through social impact, in particular, the lives of youth. David holds a BA in sociology from Bates College in Lewiston, Maine, and an MBA from the University of Rhode Island. Now, Jim Le- Jill Lampkin is the executive director for the Downtown Manhattan Beach Business and Professional Association, and she oversees marketing, advocacy, and community relations for all of the businesses licensed within Downtown Manhattan Beach. The Downtown Business and Professional Association is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving the needs of over 250 retailers, restaurants, and local businesses. In addition, the DBPA is the founder and sponsor of the Manhattan Beach Farmer's Market, hosted weekly on Tuesdays on Morningside Drive behind Shade Hotel, which also falls within Jill's purview. As a former owner of a downtown children's boutique, Sprout, and a past board member of the DBPA, Jill is uniquely aware of the challenges businesses face in the downtown area. She has over a decade of experience volunteering in leadership roles within Manhattan Beach Elementary, Middle, and High Schools, as well as a team term on the board of the Manhattan Beach Education Foundation. Jill graduated from the University of Colorado and has been a resident of Manhattan Beach since 2001. So this morning, our guests are going to tell us about the Downtown Manhattan Beach Gives Back Day taking place on Wednesday, November 11th, when 11% of sales will be donated to the Manhattan Beach Education Foundation from participating locations in downtown Manhattan Beach. Jill, David, welcome to the program. We are so glad you could join us this morning. Pleasure. Thank you so much. David, Everybody's there. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for having us. Absolutely. And and of course, Jill, Jill, your your title, Executive Director for the Downtown Manhattan Business, Manhattan Beach Business and Professional Association, that title sounds so familiar. There's something someone though? else I, I think, know. Yeah. I know. Kelly wore it so well. I am the replacement or at least the person trying to replace Kelly in this position. Her she had she left very big shoes to fill, so I'm trying very hard to grow my feet. <laughs> well, Jill, I do wear I, a size eleven shoe, but we don't need to remind people of that. <laughs> We 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 uh, we often um, have to be careful for what we wish for. Um, uh, of course, um, 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 Kelly did do an extraordinary job as the executive director of the uh, downtown uh, uh, Manhattan Beach Business and Professional Association. But then, Jill, you came in at a time of enormous change an enormous challenge just i i we have to start there jill just tell us about when you began your journey and how how you've been able to manage this storm you know that's a great question it's it's funny joe i uh i actually took over the position um in february of 2019 and when, you know, getting through that first year, you know, every single thing that you do for the first time is a learning experience, you know, and you, you, you make some uh, missteps and, and you learn from that. And so it came around February of 2020 and my first year was, was, you know, behind me. And I thought, I have got this now. I know exactly what I'm doing. I've got all my contacts. I, all the events have been done once. I'm, I'm good to go. And then, and then there was a pandemic. <laughs> everything completely changed. So um, that was quite, quite a wake up call in terms of, you know, feeling a little bit too uh, comfortable in my shoes. I guess that's what you get when you, (laughs) when you start to feel confident, (laughs) then somebody's going to knock you down a couple Mm -hmm. of rungs and say, "Uh uh-uh, not so fast. Um, Mm -hmm. But the, the beginning of the pandemic was just, and I know everyone here felt it um, just, 
complete chaos where everything was changing day to day. I mean, one minute you think, okay, you know, sure, we can close down for a couple of weeks. That'll be fine. And who would have guessed that eight months later we'd still be having this conversation. Um, and it really involved um, me trying to work with our businesses. And I'm so incredulous of the small businesses that we have within our community because they truly are entrepreneurs. They are able to rethink things every single day. I mean, watching what, what the restaurants did with family meals and working with them, um, you know, we created the um, – Feed the Heroes campaign, which was when the restaurants were completely shut down. We created a campaign um, in the community where people, residents, who wanted to support both the restaurants to keep them in business and the healthcare workers, people were able to donate funds to provide meals for our local emergency room workers. And, you know, we thought, oh, this will be great. This will, you know, get, you know, at least a few thousand dollars in, and it ended up being over $130,000 our community donated, which mm-hmm. helped, sustained, helped sustain those restaurants for a couple of months, which, you know, I mean, and Mike Sims said to me, he's like, my managers are working on the, the floor and in the kitchen helping with food, and they're only getting paid in tips at this point. But everyone was so desperate to remain employed and keep their businesses operating that they were doing anything they could. And it was just miraculous to watch how quickly people could pivot. Wow. Uh, Kelly, that's a fantastic um, category you have in Best of Manhattan because the, the pivoting we saw was just phenomenal. I, I, I agree. And, you know, we um... – I wish we could give everybody an award because I, you know, I think right. everybody has had to, you know, pivot or shift. I call it shift because pivot means you're staying in place and just turning around, <laughs> um, you know, yeah. shifting, but whatever it is the same thing. And um, it is hard because we would love to give everybody an award, but I said, you know, it's just like when we used to all have kids playing peewee soccer or t-ball and you get a participation award, you know, we can't do that. Um, we got to right. you know, give an award to, to someone. Um, and it doesn't mean by the way that next year, you know, when we do best in Manhattan 2021, I suspect there'll be another, there'll be another you know, pivot award that year too, because um, you know, we're nowhere near out of the woods on any of this pandemic. So, um, but it's kind of a it's, fun, well, yeah, positive, well, positive pandemic. Yeah, go ahead. Ke- Kelly, positive pandemic pivot has a, has a nice ring to it. So I, I think mm. you keep with the pivot. It, positive pandemic shift just doesn't sound as good. Positive <laughs> well, pandemic. I, yes. It's the alliterative, you know, alliterative uh, form. Alliteration. I always like alliteration. Alliteration. Yeah. Thank you. Um, well, it also, by the way, it has a little bit um, more because it's PPP. I and am just writing that. <laughs> 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 yes, yes. And P, thank you. See, Jill, we, we, you know, executive directors, great minds think alike. What can I say? That's um, right. So, That's um, right. Yes. I, so, I yes. didn't think Anyways. that was a little tongue-in-cheek, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Everybody you know, knows you know, my the, twisted humor. <laughs> That's right. The, the other thing that I wanted to point out in terms of pivoting was with all of the small businesses we had downtown and when, when the retailers weren't allowed to physically have um, shoppers into their businesses, it actually created a new revenue stream for them because they all got online and created um, a, a sales portal on their websites. And most of our small businesses didn't have that in the past. It was, you know, their business was mainly driven by people walking in, seeing, feeling, touching, smelling things and, and purchasing them. And when that wasn't possible, they created, you know, a, a, a websites that had traffic where they could, where they could actually sell their items. And that has continued throughout, even now that they're open, they are, they still see a significant amount of traffic 
coming through their website. So, you know, as many terrible things as there are about this pandemic, I'm positive that there are going to be some things like outdoor dining and, you know, web traffic sales um, that are going to be positives for us. So, you know, I, I'm like Kelly. I always try to look for where, where, can, the, where can I see the glass half full? And I'm, I'm really stretching here, but I'm going to say those things are, <laughs> are going to be good for us going forward. Well, I, 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 I just want to say I agree. I agree. And Kelly and Joe and I have talked about this before. Some industries, um, a lot of positive is coming out of this. I mean, we already know the industries that have been hit the hardest. But a lot of industries are, are going to do very well with, I finally remembered the name, Kelly, this forced digital transition. Yeah. And, and, and you're right. You're going to see it on a lot of levels. Go ahead, Kels. Well, I was going to say, um, let's, let's go back to March or April. And I'm sure Jill and David know the, the date or the week because, the Ed Foundation in downtown, um, uh, beyond um, the pivoting with the restaurants and what everything that Jill just said, which is was a, it was a, an enormous effort for months. Um, but the Ed Foundation, if I recall, in downtown had a shopping day planned, which had to be canceled altogether. Businesses were closing left and right and everything else. And um, I don't remember the date. You guys can, you know, provide that in a minute uh, if you remember. But I remember speaking with Hillary Mahon, the executive director of the Ed Foundation, and she's like, you know, do you think we're going to be able to do this? And I'm like, I don't know how we're going to be able to do it when businesses are shutting down, you know. So, um, and then I know she had many more conversations with Jill way beyond that. But that was one of the biggest, um, one of the first kind of, um, you know, events, kind of a small event to be thwarted. And then the Ed Foundation uh, was the first event, in uh, large event, that truly pivoted and, and went virtual with the wine auction. So um, do either, um, David, do you remember when that shopping week was going to be? Uh, it was March or April when that was going to happen. Uh, yes. You know, we um, support our schools week. It was going to be scheduled for March 21st week. And, I mean, we literally had the posters printed and, over 70 businesses throughout the city of Manhattan Beach and the surrounding communities um, who um, partnered with us. And then, like you said, we, you know, the pandemic kind of came out of uh, right on the forefront and we had to make a quick decision and, and businesses were starting to shut down. So we just had to put a big pause on it. And um, we definitely think it's something we would love to do in 2021, um, but we are so excited um, that Jill and the Manhattan Beach Business and Professional Association, you know, spearheaded uh, this upcoming Wednesday, Wednesday's uh, downtown Manhattan Beach uh, Give Back Day, which is, um, you know, in alignment with you know what we had originally thought about doing last March. Yeah. Well. Now, okay. Did so, this... go, go ahead, Jackie. Uh, I, that's what I wanted to ask. So, is this Gives Back Day? completely new did, did it come of that because of what happened or was this something that you this is the pivot was this the pivot from the the day that you had planned did yes jackie i would say it is a it is a pivot um because we we did have that planned but one of the things that we were so cognizant of during the, the closure was, I mean, we were, our, we had our businesses keeping very close track of where sales were coming from because we wanted to know, do we, you know, how do we market and continue those sales? And during the darkest times, we were 90% supported by our local residents. And that create, it just felt like a big warm hug from, from everyone going, okay, you know, we're here for you. You're, you guys are always here for us when we need you. And then they in turn really rallied around our small businesses. And so when, um, you know, we started talking about, you know, things going forward, one of the things that came up was this, it was, Hey, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic, we were going to, you know, do this for MBEF. And even though business isn't great, you know, right now, 
it's important for us to recognize that the community supported us when we needed it most. And so we want to be able to, in turn, recognize them and be able to give back to something that we know is so important in, in Manhattan Beach, which is our education. And, and, that, and anything Jill, that we that can... Is- Go ahead, ahead, David, go ahead. And anything that MBF can do to help support our local businesses, all these businesses have been tremendous partners of MBF for a number of years, particularly with the Manhattan Wine Auction every year, be it the restaurants who come out and, you know, donate all that food and time to, um, you know, feed our 2,000 guests to so many of these, you know, shops, whether it's, you know, jewelry or clothing are, are donating items for the incredible silent and live auctions that we do at the wine auction. So uh, it's, we, it's just such tremendous support over the years. And, uh, you know, MBF is here to support our local businesses in any way that we can. And this is a great way for us to work together. Yes, no, the, absolutely. Uh, now, I, I just, oh, sh- shoot, it just went right out of my mind. I had such an important, oh, oh, I know what it was. Um, no, I don't know what it was. Whatever thought I had just went right out of my, out of my head. It'll come back. Sorry. Oh, no, I know, I know what it was. I know what it was. I know what it was. That's it, Jill, what you were saying about the uh, 90% you were able to track um, where where the, the downtown businesses, where, where the support was coming from, and you said 90%. Did you track that through sales tax? Was that the easy way to do it? No, you can't. It's much more anecdotal than that. You can't do it through sales tax because anyone pays the sales tax, whether you're local or not, um, because they're paying the local sales tax. But, um, but we just had, you know, we were looking, anything that was done online, we could track that way, um, you know, because it's delivery addresses. But mostly, I mean, volumes were so slow. It was easy to just have conversations with people. I mean, restaurants oh, in particular, okay. Oh, okay. they just knew, knew the customers. Right. Well, no, the reason I ask that is because years ago when Manhattan Beach did that Urban Land Institute study, they learned that 85% of the sales tax generated in downtown Manhattan Beach came from zip codes outside of 90266, which is very interesting. Um, you know, I don't know if that's an urban, if only the Urban Land Institute can track it that way. Um, but I found that very interesting and, and because it goes hand in hand with you know, all of these uh, dining decks and parklets that in d- downtown areas all over the South Bay are doing, they're taking away a lot of the parking. So if you can't come to this area from other areas and park, who are all of these people eating at these dining decks? And they're, and they're packed. They are packed. Yep. I mean, I've been to downtown Torrance and Lomita and Redondo and Hermosa, so I'm thinking these have the vast majority have to be locals. They're riding their bikes, they're walking. I'm sure there's some Ubering going on, but it's got to be locals. So your 90% thing goes hand in hand with that. Yeah, and and Doesn't we it? really have been so fortunate. Kelly, Kelly and I have talked about this before too. That you know when we go and look at other cities and you see, I mean, you see so many things boarded up and closed and, you know, the, the like downtown type areas are really looking sad and depleted. And, um, yeah. you know, our downtown still looks vibrant and, and energized. And I think one of the reasons is because we have an affluent community who lives here versus an affluent community who comes in to work somewhere. Because if you look, you know, in San Francisco or in Burbank, they have affluent folks that come in to work there, but during the week they're empty. And so businesses are closing because no one's coming there. Our affluent community lives here and they're shopping and dining here now because they're all at home, which is, you know, so fortunate for us because uh, otherwise I just don't know how you could sustain it, particularly with, you know, the, the rent costs that we have in Manhattan Beach. Right, right, right. Well, David, David, tell us the particulars about, um, you know, downtown Manhattan Beach gives back day. It's, it's a long title. Down to, DTMB gives back day. Give, give us the particulars on that. Tell, explain to the audience what, what's going to happen. 
Well, you know, I want to give credit to Jill for, you know, putting this all together. She did such a great job in, in recruiting all these businesses. There's over 30 businesses uh, that are participating uh, next Wednesday, whether it's giving 11% of sales back. Some of them are being creative. Uh, Rock and Fish, 50% of Navy Grog sales. So there's a, a, a wide variety of different promotions that are going on. If you go to downtownmanhattanbeach.com, um, there is a page with all the uh, businesses who are participating, so people can go and online and check that out. But, um, you know, we're so excited um, for this day. It's a great way for the community to come out on a day that a lot of people have off. Schools are closed, some businesses are closed, um, and support MBF. Uh, while supporting the local businesses. Uh, it's going to be uh, a great day. I mean, as I mentioned, there's clothing, art, jewelry, food. There's so many different variety of businesses that are um, going to be uh, supporting on, on this day. Well, i got to tell you, Kelly, 50% back on the Navy Grogs? Uh, <laughs> yeah, who doesn't need a couple of Navy Grogs about now? Uh, all you need is one, by the way. All you need is one um, to be feeling fine in November. And uh, no, uh, Navy Grog, um, the, the Rock and Fish, their anniversary is always in November. So um, they discount their Navy Grogs, which is always a big month. But, um, yes, and by the way, well, you and, can have a Navy Grog with a, with a view now, too. That's true. And, Kelly, this, because nice. it's their 20th anniversary, and, Jackie, if you're a Navy Grog fan, they're also giving away a free Navy Grog glass with each of your uh, Navy Grogs this month. So uh, be, sh- yeah, be sure and get in there. Yeah. You know, you might need a whole oh, collection. Jill, I was a Navy Grog grogger before Rock and Fish was there. Uh, what oh, was you're it? a hibachi what was it? What girl. Kikas, Kikas, hibachi. hibachi girl. Oh my, go- oh my goodness! The steamed artichokes and the navy grogs, and I'm trying to remember what else we. It was like the same thing. A whole group of us would go in there. You know, eight or ten of us around one of the big tables, and the first thing we would order is navy grogs and a couple of those steamed artichokes. I remember. Yeah. It well. <laughs> um, I didn't um, realize they were. Uh, they're giving away a glass. You said, Jill, uh, navy grog. Yes, it's got the. It's got the Rock and Fish logo on it. Yeah, it's really cute. Oh my gosh! So well, that reminds you, so, like if you go to Tony's on the pier down in Redondo, Jackie, exactly. you, know, you get a, exactly. you can get the glass with the Mai Tai. And uh, I, I celebrated somebody's fiftieth birthday um, in the crow's nest. You know, um, it was a group of us, and we were determined to get a set. Um, which was, you know, whatever. Yes. I guess you can define a set as eight, ten, or twelve, right? Um, but I think uh, this particular uh, birthday family wanted twelve, and uh, there was a bunch of us drinking Navy Grogs, and we rode our bikes home um, along the strand with all those Navy, oh, uh, not the Navy Grogs, yeah. um, Tony's on the pier, my ties, my, my ties. Uh, in the glasses yeah. wrapped in like paper and tissues. And they were clanking along as we were, you know, because we had had a couple of Navy coffees. Um, so I am so excited to um, get a set. I better get get going here. What is today? The fifth? What is today? The sixth? Whatever today is. Today is I need sixth. to get. Today is the I need sixth. to get cho- chopping away on my Navy grog glasses. That's um, super fun. Right. <laughs> that is. That is. Now, now yeah. just I, I want to touch on a more serious uh, issue here, David. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've, I've read about the enrollment in uh, Manhattan Beach Unified School District is down. Um, so this event is, is it, it just gives it more importance than, than I think anybody even initially thought. Can you tell us about that? Sure. You know, um, so obviously, you know, for people who might not be familiar with MBF, um, you know, we fundraise to support all of our seven schools here in Manhattan Beach. We have a number of different fundraising mechanisms. Uh, right now, the big one is our annual appeal. We also have our community partner program. We have the Manhattan Wine Auction that we touched upon earlier, and obviously community events like the Give Back Day. So all the funds that are raised this Wednesday and from all of our fundraising activities um, – you know, go to the grants that we provide to the Manhattan Beach Unified School District each year. This past year, we did a grant of $7.5 million, and this was because of all the support wow. from all the parents and all the community members. Um, you know, it is a team effort. Um, 
to do this. You know, parents take great pride in the schools here in Manhattan Beach um, and the education that they want for their children, and we are so happy um, to be the conduit of their support to the school district. And, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's definitely, you know, obviously kids are doing distance learning. Parents are a little frustrated with that. Um, there was some good news, though. I just saw an email from Dr. Matthews, the superintendent. Uh, the waivers for uh, TK through second uh, were just approved, uh, and he plans uh, on there'll be an email going out to the community on Monday in his uh, weekly newsletter with more updates to when they uh, expect to get the kids uh, TK through two uh, back on campus um, in the in the near future, which is great news. Yeah, and by the way, I would say more that parents are more than a little frustrated at this point, and and it's not just Manhattan Beach; it's every place. It's it, it's hard on everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So t- tell us, how, somebody mentioned it earlier. Tell us how the wine auction went. Yeah, you know what? It, right around the same time, back in uh, early March, I mean, we literally had already been sending out communications to all of our, um, you know, sponsors and um, community members, and we had to do a quick pivot. You know, as everyone knows, typically we have about 2,000 people um, at the Manhattan Country Club, over 70 wineries, 40 restaurants. Uh, it's a very uh, festive and fun event. Um, and obviously it was not going to be able to take place in person. So we pivoted to a virtual event um, where we got a number of um, wineries and distilleries and brewers, and we had uh, virtual wine tastings that people could partake in um, on that day in May. And then we also did a live stream show, so people could log in from their home. So there was uh, small gatherings that were allowed at the time at people's homes, and we still had um, – we. Um, figured out over a thousand people participate on that day from either the live stream show or, you know, we had our big auction online. People could literally vote from the comfort of their couch on their phone for amazing silent auction items. And we had our paddle raise. And at the time, you know, Manhattan Beach Unified School District was facing some budget cuts and we, um, reached out to the parents through the paddle raise and asked them to, uh, this money would be designated this year towards the grants that we do. We had a record-setting number for the paddle raise, and actually the Manhattan Wine Auction this year realistically made almost the exact same amount we would have made if it was an in-person event, so about a million dollars. That's great. It it was huge. The community rallied. Um, People understood, even though it wasn't the typical event that they have grown accustomed to, that they wanted to support MBF um, and do what they can, and it it was a fun event. Everyone really enjoyed it, and... um, we're looking forward to uh, June 12th, 2021, and um, what that may entail uh, that's allowed. That That's fantastic. I'm so glad to hear that. Joe, you've been so quiet. And by the way, I've been lax <laughs> in uh, reminding you about, about doing the station break. You want to you wanna do that now? Get that in? Well, well, sure. Just a brief one. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the South Bay Show, and we, we normally provide the best of the South Bay. Uh, that would be BOS, uh, the B-O-S, the best of the South Bay, uh, every Thursday morning and every Friday morning at 8 a.m. And also we're available uh, via podcast. Just ask your favorite smart speaker, whether it's Siri or Google or uh, Alexa, uh, uh, to play the South Bay show and you'll get the latest show. David, it sounds like... Um, Manhattan Beach, uh, you know, the the great uh, town and community that Manhattan Beach is and, and the great organization that MBEF is, uh, is going to weather this storm. Obviously, a lot of places around the country do not have these kinds of organizations uh, in place to help them with their, um, with their uh, educational efforts. Do you have a sense of, of, of how special Manhattan Beach is in terms of its its uh, ability to support it, their local public schools. And we're not even talking about private schools, even though, you know, uh, as a, a, a longtime resident of Hermosa Beach, we all knew that our public schools were extremely high quality in this area. Yeah, you know, Luckily, in the mid-'80s when MBF started, there was the foresight of community members to start MBF. 
uh, as well as start the MBF endowment. Um, they mm-hmm. had a feeling that, you know, funding, you know, from parents, private donations, community members, was going to be needed to provide an enriched education that uh, we want, we, we needed and wanted for our students. Um, you know, there are a lot of, you know, Manhattan Beach is obviously an affluent community, but it is a under-resourced school system. I mean, there are a lot of um, issues that, you know, even in Manhattan Beach our schools face. You know, California education in general, the funding is just, you know, inadequate. Um Mm. You know, our students do not qualify for supplemental funding, so a lot of communities get extra funding for their students, whether based on the number of kids who are on the, you know, free and reduced lunch program, English language Mm. learners, or kids in the foster youth program. Um, and, you know, district-wide expenses are, are growing faster than the state revenue that is, is, is coming, coming in. So local support is critical. Um, and we have had that support over the years for a long time. You know, as I mentioned, we had our record-setting grant, $7.5 million this past year to the school. Um, and, you know, and that funding provides uh, a number of amazing um, uh, things for our students, you know, class size reduction, counseling and support, music instruction, PE, STEM, this year distance learning support. Um, you know, it, 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 without that funding, you know, I think there would be a lot of programs eliminated. Uh, and so it, it is really important, you know, and like, you know, Jackie was saying, there are other communities uh, in the South Bay and, you know, and in the United States who have education foundations. And, uh, you know, Manhattan Beach has definitely been at the forefront. And a lot of that is, is because of the parent support and the community support that we receive uh, on an annual basis. Um, you know, this year, it's interesting, you know, we're in the middle of our, or at the early stages of our annual appeal, you know, it is a little bit lagging, mm-hmm. uh, to be honest, you know, but what we are seeing is the people who are giving are giving more, you know, our, our, our ask that we ask on an annual basis is a little bit higher this year and people are, are stepping up, you know, and we, I think, you know, we said earlier, you know, parents, obviously, you know, they want their kids in school and, um, you know, we have about three or four months left in our annual appeal, and mm-hmm. I think, you know, we hope parents will, um, you know, come through and community members so that we can provide, because the, the money that we're raising mm-hmm. right now is for next school year. So if, if we don't raise mm-hmm. the dollars that we're accustomed to on a yearly basis, it's going to have an effect in the school year next year, which, um, you know, we're hoping to, we're going to do everything in our powers, uh, our board and our staff are fully behind that to uh, uh, make sure we um, hit our mark for our fundraising goals. Now, now, one other question, David, that many people may have on their minds is that there were lots of of uh, propositions on the ballot this year that seemed to be somewhat tangential to the issue of property taxes and the issue of school funding. Is there any? Are there any results in the recent election that you would point to as potential benefits for schools or or? no no uh no results were were uh beneficial in your opinion you know what i, I you know it, i'm not a, an expert on all the propositions so it's not exactly something i'm comfortable speaking on i know there was some um, propositions about you know taxing um not residential properties but commercial properties and how um that mm-hmm. could potentially uh raise more revenue i know that was definitely a um a um, contentious, you know, proposition. There was a, I, I don't even know. Mm-hmm. I think the, the final results are, it was very close. Obviously with everything going on mm-hmm. right now, uh, including the presidential, it doesn't seem like everything is a hundred percent confirmed. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see what, mm-hmm. what comes from that. Okay. All right. Well, it's, it's amazing. Uh, Kelly, it's amazing. Jill, uh, the, 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 the level of engagement, if that's what we, we have to talk about engagement through this entire year has been just off the charts uh, in Manhattan Beach. You know, uh, on Thursdays, we focus on the entire South Bay. Today is Friday. We're focusing on the bomb, best of Manhattan. <laughs> and it is truly, it is truly back, the best of Manhattan. Yeah. It, it is. Kelly? And I, I think all points all well made because, um, it is a community. It is an influent community. To Jill's point, you know that um, you know it's here. They're spending their dollars here. It's 
more important now than ever, absolutely ever, to spend where you live and keep those dollars, not just the tax dollars, but supporting the businesses who employ, you know, local youth um, who turn around and shop and dine in the community too. But it is a very persistent and passionate population in Manhattan Beach. And, um, you know, Jill's right. We do. We, Manhattan Beach looks really good. And, you know, we're working our tails off. Everybody is, you know, working tirelessly in, in every industry um, to survive this pandemic. And, you know, unfortunately, not every business has or will. But um, I know, you know, I mean, Jill and I talk about this all the time. We're, we're really we're really proud and we're trying really hard and it's, it's, you know, we're hanging in there and it's, um, it is because of the community that we live in. And the same thing goes for the schools. I mean, to hear the people are stepping up, um, you know, David in supporting the annual appeal is great news. Um, you know, if your numbers are a little off, that's consistent with everything else that's happening Uh this year, everything, you know, everything's, but to hear that they're still responding and even in this most anomalous of time when people are still studying, you know, um, schooling at home and everything, um, you know, people are committed and, and um, the businesses, the schools, everybody delivers, right. Quality products. So um, it's amazing. It's, it's, you know, we say it every Friday when we hear these stories, but um, it is a wonderful place to live. We are fortunate and, um, you know, uh, we're, we're very lucky. We have great schools. We have great businesses. We have great people. We have great leadership in the city. I mean, you know, let's give a little nod again to our city council who has, you know, I mean, Jill Absolutely. and I have never seen, seen them pivot and dance <laughs> more you and, know, and quicker in our, in our life. And, I mean, and the outdoor dining so thing yeah. is crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. Mean, I mean, and and it's every department. I mean, from planning to public works to finance to, I mean, every single department. It's. I feel like I have everyone on speed dial at this point, and if I make a call, you know, I get a response, and it's usually, how quickly can we do this? You know, I mean, mm-hmm. they've just yeah. been exceptional, which is fantastic. But I do want to make, speaking of finance, I do want to make sure that we, um, Kelly, touch on 1.2, that we just received the uh, second quarterly sales tax um, revenue numbers from um, the finance department. And as much as we talk about how much everyone's supporting our small businesses, I want to point out how different it is looking right now. So of the top 25 sales generating businesses in Manhattan, um, Manhattan Beach sales tax revenue generating businesses, that they report quarterly on the top 25. And this last quarter, there were only three small, you know, locally owned businesses that were in that top 25. And it's usually eight to 10 of our small businesses. And that shows you how different that quarter was. So many of our small businesses were closed and only major businesses like, you know, Target and the grocery stores and bigger corporations were allowed to be open. And so I want everybody to keep in perspective that as we're, we're still trying to plow through and, our best goal at this point is to help these people break even. I mean, we're still not at a revenue generating point. Our sales tax um, in overall for Manhattan Beach was down 37% across all sectors, which is even more than all of LA County. LA County was down 23% and we were down sales tax wise, you know, over 30. And so I, I just want to keep that in everybody's minds too, that, you know, we're not out of the woods. And we, we already have 12 vacancies in downtown Manhattan Beach. So continuing to support the small businesses is going to, I mean, it's the only way we're going to maintain the community feel that we have is to continue that support. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, Jill, we have I to... do have, I'm sorry, Kelly, go on. No, no, I was just going to say, um, that, that was correct. And Jill's referring to the second quarter of 2020, which was April, May, and June, which, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how that quarter compares to the third quarter of 2020. Because um, I agree, April, May, June, most everything was shut down. Um, and 
uh, June, July, August will be very interesting because still a lot of things were shut down, but we had we saw some reopenings too. But um, uh, yeah, the numbers are profound, and we're you know this is a long, this is a continual marathon or triathlon that we're all in and running, and we can't uh, we can't let up. Um, you know, we we have to continue to support every every element every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's true. You know, Kelly, I was just, it just came to mind just now. You know, you would think sometime during the last eight months I would have thought this, but, you know, the last time the whole world was in something together was World War II. You know, that was the last time there was an event that affected everybody and every aspect of life. This is our, this is our World War II. It is affecting everybody and every industry, every aspect of life. Um, and, you know, I don't know if anybody else thought of this, but, you know, this all came down on March 15th. And w- anybody know what that is? <laughs> anybody? The Ides of it? March. Anybody? The, the, the Ides, Ides of, of March. March. Yeah. 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 Very interesting. But listen. Okay. So this Wednesday, November 11th, downtown Manhattan Beach gives back day. Everybody needs to go to downtown Manhattan Beach and shop in the participating retailers, restaurants, uh, businesses that are participating. And you can get, get that information on the website because they're going to give 11% of sales to the Manhattan Beach Education Foundation. It's very, very important. 11%. And uh, Jill, what is the website where people can go to see the list of participating businesses? I love that setup, Jackie. That's great. It's down, <laughs> downtownmanhattanbeach.com. Downtownmanhattanbeach.com. Right you're, you're, you're doing this. We're doing it for the kids. This is for the That's kids. That's right. And think about it. If you, you, don't, can, you can start your holiday shopping early and make it, uh, you know, a, a good thing. You can feel even better about it because you're contributing to the Ed Foundation at the same time. And I have a suggestion. Stop in Rock and Fish. Have a couple of those Navy grogs where they're giving you 50% back to the schools. And then That's go right. shopping. <laughs> there you go. I like that. Exactly. And then go shopping. <laughs> well, and and I, 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 yeah, I do want to point out too. Um, most, a lot, not most, a lot of the stores and businesses are, are already merchandised and decorated for the holidays. Um, you know, they're like, okay, wh- why not start now? You know, Halloween's over. Let's get up and go to the holidays. Um, Jill, do you want to talk quickly? We only have a few minutes left about next weekend with holiday open house and what you're doing for the holidays. Yes. Um, so. Normally, we would be having our holiday open house um, and peer lighting on the Wednesday of next week, um, but like everything else, we had to pivot, and um, uh, rather than do it on one specific evening where crowds could gather, and we felt like that was irresponsible to, to do that, we have spread out our festivities over two days, so it'll be next Saturday and Sunday, November 14th and 15th. And we have all sorts of fun things planned. We have a, um, a penguin scavenger hunt that's in about 36 different locations downtown, and you get stamps and collect stamps and get prizes. We have a dining, outdoor dining and a holiday window decorating contest where you'll be able to vote um, via phone or online for your favorites. Um, we are going to be unveiling um, a a new item this year downtown, which is our, um, we're calling it the Joy Ride, um, which is an, uh, our vehicle of joy. We felt like that, you know, we just needed something happy happening. And so we have partnered with E3 Vehicles in Hermosa Beach, and um, we are going to have a fully decorated electric vehicle providing free local <laughs> deliveries for for customers and it's all decked out you know with with joy all over it downtown's delivering joy this year so um we're we have a lot of things planned we're we're working um to get a a, a golf cart parade going through downtown um next weekend and we also will have santa there for drive-by greetings um for 
two hours on both Saturday and Sunday from 12 to 2. So you can go shopping and sit on the dining decks and have, with your kids and have Santa drive by and, and say hello in a COVID-friendly way. <laughs> Very creative. We're Very, working on it. <laughs> wow, what an amazing website, downtownmanhattanbeach.com, downtownmanhattanbeach.com. And I want to give a shout-out to e3vehicles.com. That's an amazing website yes. as well, e3vehicles.com. Thank you so much for joining us today, uh, David Brennan, Jill Lampkin. Thank you. Uh, thank, thank you so you much. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And Jackie, Kelly, Jackie, Jackie, I can't wait to see yeah. you down at a, at a rockin' fish with a Navy grog. Uh, I'll be, you know I'll be there. And, Jill, just do me a favor. Uh, shoot me all that information about next weekend, please, because I don't have it yet. I sure will. All right, cool. Well, thank you, thank everybody. You. It's Friday. We've got some weekending to do. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Sounds Let's do good. It. Let's do it. That's right. Thank you, That's Kelly. Right. Thank you, everyone. Thanks. We'll see you. Have mm-hmm. a fantastic weekend. Thank you. Thanks. Have a great right. weekend. Thank you. Have a lovely weekend.